0: The Bottom Line Bombs on the Sports Game Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Shady Rays is having their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN. Dear God. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you. All right. And that's how we uh that's how we start the beginning of the show. Never. All right. Well <laughs> I was telling you about Shady Rays, I think. You can use the SGPN code for 50% off. Two pairs of polarized sunglasses were brought to you by SGPN's draft week all along. SG SGPN was covered with draft props, mock drafts, our live NFL draft watch party. So make sure to smash that subscribe button at YouTube dot com. podcast dash slash all that shit. Go. Oh God, that accidental button I hit, the StreamYard theme song, that was better than anything I've done in a year. That was awesome. All my mistakes are better mistakes, and uh, that's what happens when you are talking to the man in a box. That's me, CJ Sullivan, the host of the Bottom Line Bombs. Welcome. To the audience says uh, I'm here now to replace Tucker Carlson. Don, they, they came for Tucker Carlson. They came for Don Lemon. Who's next? The bombs, the man in the box. Did it come for the man in the box? Old fashioned football. Welcome to the YouTube chat. He says the man in the box. Um, Yes. What a day in broadcasting already. Uh." Real quick, I mean, I, there's supposed to be more things I should be I should be hitting buttons, you know? People do that a lot. They do dogs barking for some reason. Um, Colby, old-fashioned football, that's your piano. That's J-Mark. He's uh, my co-host in the XFL podcast, along with Colby D. And Colby D is a maestro on a soundboard. He hits the buttons. He's got songs. He put sound bites within the songs and iPads. I barely have a commer- commercially license-free three second techno song. And it's just me in the box. Here I am. A um, lot of NBA and NHL playoffs. It is, it is NFL draft week um, here at the network. I will be having my Wednesday every week, usually around noon. We start a little late today, 1230 Pacific uh, Monday and Wednesday I go live and you can listen to the podcast, of course, but Wednesday will be my draft spectacular. I'll talk a little bit about, about like uh draft spectacular. My bomb NFL draft episode will be Wednesday. I'll also give out a few more bombs because my uh, playoff bomb has been doing well. Absolutely. Um. Why is that so small? Thank you. J Mark. He says, wouldn't miss it. Daily sports picks are good picks. And it's not just my picks that are the jokes. Ah, look at that. Pretty good. I like this one better no. Um, you're right. Not just a joke. And you're right. Jay Mark, the picks have been doing good. Let me recap real quick for the bombs. I haven't give a record by NHL and NBA playoff. A lot better on the ice. Cause it's, it's like, like I said, the absurdity of hockey is what I specialize in because it's, because uh, it's comedic. I mean, the NBA is funny too. I'll get into that. Uh, the the bombs I gave out last week, Wednesday went five and two with NBA and six and three in hockey. That's 11 and five. If you can add that up. Uh, bring the spring, the playoff season total of my bombs to uh NHL 13 and five NBA 11 and eight. So that makes it what? 24 and 13. That's pretty, that's pretty damn good. Almost 10 games over 500 and a lot. And the hockey ones are like up like insane, uh, 13 and five up like over 10 units. Too, was, they're all dogs. That came I mean, not to tout, you know, I mean, just talking about, yeah, 700 billion and a trillion, 300 million. I mean, you know, not to tout the bombs, but yeah, they're picks with bits for tobacco use only, but they've been hitting because you got to find the narrative. And I said, uh, basketball is fun. The five and two, I'm actually more upset about the loss and the NBA, very upsetting. The one loss I had when I gave out Wednesday was Clippers plus two I gave that on Wednesday for Thursday's game. And, of course, by the time the game went off, uh, Kawhi Leonard decided, yeah, I'm I'm done for the year. That that was enough for me. I showed you guys enough, right? I won that game one. I showed you what I can do. You guys remember that. So that's it. And then as soon as so, then the line went from two and a half to seven and a half or eight and a half, whatever the hell it was, because Kawhi was out and Kawhi and Georgia were out. And then the Clippers uh, lost by five. So the Clippers would have hit if you got the real line. But because I had to do the show early and whatever, and give it out at two and a half with a, thinking Kawhi Leonard's going to play. Silly me, thinking an NBA superstar was going to play in the playoffs. Boy, was I dumb for thinking that. All year long, the the you the overnight lines in the NBA are just you can't play them. It's impossible because no one knows who's going to play if they want. They don't. They don't tell you. They don't care. And I thought, well, that's got to be done for the playoffs, right? that's all people care about. It's all people debate. And they don't even care about the playoffs anymore. They're like, ah, as long as I get that one performance in and you show that I show up. Like Donovan Mitchell better put up a game. He just got to put up one game. That's it. But so silly me for thinking Kawhi Leonard and these guys, <laughs> the backlash of Kawhi Leonard is pretty amazing too. Uh, yeah. Out here in Los Angeles, especially because um, he's great. And he's got, I mean, he's, you know, he's got bad knees. What can you do? It, you know, it's, 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 it's tough. Um, but because he's so like, his personality is so low or, you know, light or whatever. Hold on. Am I on the fucking show? Oh, I'm sorry. I just, I just removed myself. Uh, <laughs> like Stephen A. Smith said he's the worst superstar there is. Cause he's got no personality and like and they, oh, he's unreliable. I mean, he's got he's hurt. They don't say that to anyone else who's hurt. Paul George is just Paul George. He's hurt. I mean, it's, that's just at the NBA playoffs. Congratulations, Phoenix. You're not hurt. <laughs> I think that should be the new strategy. I mean, fuck load management. Don't play these people at all during the regular season. Why, I mean, why set them on vacation. Do whatever. And just bring them out. A whole new roster for each different game. These guys can't play. Two games in a week. That that was a problem, too. They're saying because the Clippers had to play on such a such a hard schedule of only a couple nights off in between. Granted, it's not the Lakers' schedule. The Lakers get whatever you need, LeBron, on Anthony Davis. They played three games in, like, fucking two weeks. Six is already in the second round. I mean, <laughs> my God, hockey's almost in the Stanley Cup, and they started afterwards. Granted, the Clippers did do it was like um, one day off, one day off, one day off. But come on, that destroys your knees. I mean, I get it, it destroys my knees, but the NHL schedule it's just an onslaught of games. Like I said before, they're like an indie band, no rhyme or reason. Get in the van. We got to be on the ice at seven. No hotel check in. Right to the right to the arena. From the airport to the arena. Let's go. And we're in Tampa Bay tomorrow. We're in Toronto the next day. Let's go. Kawhi Leonard, though. (laughs) It's just amazing. (laughs) I mean, what what is going on with his knees? What's happening in there? Sad news uh, headline out there. His sister was just thrown in. Convicted of murder. In jail for life. Kawhi Leonard's sister because she robbed and killed an elderly woman at a casino. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Sad story, obviously. People are like, well, why can't you just ask your brother for money?" First of all, I I kind of get it. I mean, I get when I, I get when you're at a casino and you're desperate, you you start looking around at all kinds of crimes. You start driving by banks. Like, I wonder if I could rob that bank when you're stuck a lot of money in a casino. Like, fuck, what's that old woman going to do with that money anyway? But like, why can't he ask Kawhi? I don't know if you've seen Kawhi. He drives like a Ford Focus. He's not he's not lending any. He's not lending his sister any slot money. So bad story there. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so we will recap some of the games. What else did we do? The hockey games, um, the NHS schedule, NBA schedule. What else do I want to talk about? Um tough one for our tough one for our Sacramento Kings. Sacramento Kings, the official team of the bottom line bombs in the NBA, at least. Um they're in <sighs> There are two big futures, and Edmonton Oilers are NHL future, and Sacramento is our big NBA future. We have them at fifty to one to win the championship, twenty to one to win the West, all before the playoffs started. Hell, plus two fifty to win this series, and now it's tied up to two. Yeah, man, we we needed that game yesterday. Great game. They lost one twenty five, one twenty four, whatever it was, something like that. Some insane game. Um, Harrison Barnes three three at the buzzer and missed. That would have been the perfect perfect. Ending if Barnes hit that shot, that would have just ended Golden State because he's the guy that is obviously he used to play for Golden State, but he's so, he's so disrespected when it, when Kevin Durant replaced him uh, a couple years ago, they acted like he just like Barnes just wasn't there. Like, oh, you you were Golden State and you added Kevin Durant. Like you, you know, he also lost Harrison Barnes. He took his position. Nah, but he sucks. Yes, it's an upgrade, but. He's an all star. So 2-2 might be trouble, but I still have faith in our Sack Kings. How about they should have? It shouldn't even came down to that last shot. It was kind of funny how Golden State choked because they love saying how Sacramento's young and shit. It doesn't matter. They all ch- choke because Seth Curry called a timeout that they didn't have. And that's a technical foul, which I never understood. Why is that a technical foul? If you don't have any timeouts and you ask for a timeout, just don't give it to them. Why, why is that on the ref? So Nope, that's yeah, a technical. Why? Because you made a fool out of me. That's why. Because I gave you the timeout and I shouldn't have because you don't even have them. I don't count the timeouts. The scorekeeper counts them. How about no? Timeout ref, no, you don't have one. Matter of fact, free throws for the other team. Just for even asking me. Why would you even ask that? You know you don't have any. Chris Webber with the famous, you know, timeout. That was the thing. I never understood it. Oh, he called a timeout. They don't have a technical. What? No. Just let him stand there making that stupid teeth thing with the ball. No, you don't have it. Anyway. Uh, Brian Petrovka, welcome to the YouTube chat. And everyone in the YouTube chat, make sure you like this video and subscribe. It says, do a quick mock draft, please. It is SGPN mock draft. Uh, it is draft week here at the network Petrovka. So there's plenty of NFL draft coverage all week long. My bombs draft episode will be Wednesday. What well, round one only? No, I'm doing all seven rounds, Petrovka. As a matter of fact, I'm starting with the fifth round. <laughs> doing all that, but first, before I get to all the mock ma- talk, um, ah, mock talk, we'll have NBA bombs today. More ice bombs as we're on a scorching record. Ten games over 500, 13 and five NHL, eleven and eight NBA. Uh, but first, let me tell you about Shady Rays, which is who are our friends at Shady Rays. They have you covered for, from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades. Sun to the slopes. That's what I should do for NHL, NBA. That's what it is, on the slopes. Ice and hardwood. They're an independent sunglass company that offers world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames, clear optics. They offer the most insane protection of all eyewear. Every, this is what I like about Shady Rays. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by the lost and broken replacements. That means if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because you can bring... Have your back long after your purchase. Um, so, just for our listeners, there's the deal. You go to ShadyRays.com, use the code SGPN for fifty percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Five star reviews over two hundred thousand people. Two hundred thousand people give Shady Rays five star reviews. Can one of you assholes give me a review? Five star review, please. You get a man in a box T-shirt if I pick your good review. Um... I like that. No questions asked. You break your sunglasses, just send them back, because we know there's a story. You don't have to embarrass yourself. <laughs> Sun- What's the percentage, you think, of people breaking their own sunglasses and people breaking their... Bullies like to break other people's sunglasses. That always seemed like a move in the 80s. They would take it off their heads and snap them in front of them to show a power move and put them back in their chest pocket. Um... Anyway, so uh we'll get to that there we go. put Petrovka's up there now, like I did explain to him. he says yes, it, Wednesday is the bombs draft show, but all week long there's all kinds of great drafts uh, for we do have uh tonight no Wednesday there's a network long live mock draft of the first round, but uh I'll have a great great, great, great bomb advice anyway, um welcome back to the bottom line bombs. Uh, like we said, we went through some NBAs. Uh, well, it's all injuries. That's NBA's hilarious. It's just so many fucking injuries and that's all, the, and that affects everything. And that's what's so funny. Like they break down, like they, all oh, they announced this match up here. They match up against, and then it means absolutely nothing. Well, then Giannis is out. Okay. They're the number one seed. They're the best team. Like the then Giannis is out. Okay. Well now, now they're worthless. Now they're a worthless team out there. <laughs> now they're just going to get crushed by Miami. Well, nope. Never mind. No, they lost Tyler Hero. Now they can come back. Giannis apparently is playing tonight. We'll break that down game real quick. That's Milwaukee. These bombs I'll give you, are tough because you have to listen to it quick because they're tonight. So I'll give you more Tuesday bombs. That's how I usually do. But I'll, I'll do a combination real quick. I'll do this one. Milwaukee is minus seven versus Miami two seventeen. Um, I just going to get this Miami. Miami Heat's hilarious. They're terrible, but yet they're good. They're they're everything. I don't I don't I don't get them. They're scoring one hundred and thirty, and then they'll they'll score sixty tonight. That's what they're gonna do. Uh, Giannis is coming back. Um, I like them tonight, even though it's minus seven, just because the Bucks rarely play. They don't do back to bad, back to back, bad games, and then they win by like eighty. That's the thing about NBA games too, like. Teams will be up 40 in the playoffs and they'll be like, fuck this. We're not coming back. Why why would we want to come back and hurt our legs for what? Everything's about protecting their legs. They should have a, sh- <laughs> a sauna in the court, out on the court, on the, the Schmitz. There's on the bikes. Half of them are on the bikes. It's just it's just old men getting their limbs loose. Um, so we'll go real quick, Milwaukee minus seven with the with Giannis coming back. I do like when they talk about how fragile these guys. look. Like, oh, you can't rely on Giannis's knees or Anthony Davis. These guys are seven foot two, sprinting up and down the court. Yeah, their knees are gonna hurt. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard's knees are gonna hurt. Uh, but everyone's talking about the, is Lakers-Memphis. That's the other game tonight. So we We'll do. I'll do Milwaukee. Even though I love Jimmy Butler, by the way, with Milwaukee. I mean, everyone loves Jimmy Butler. Never looks back. Like I said in Chicago one time, he's. So I'm parked outside his truck with no rearview mirrors. I go, Jimmy! I love your truck, but what's that? how come you have no rearview mirrors? Oh, that's the thing, man. I never look back. Never look back. Okay. Not sure that's street legal, but... Gotta love Jimmy Butler. I love Jimmy Butler because he looks like he... he all his quotes and the way he plays, he looks like he hates everyone in the NBA. He hates that he's good at basketball. He hates the NBA. That's why I like Jimmy Butler, but we'll still take Milwaukee to tie up the series tonight minus seven. Uh, they're not going to go down three one. I mean, they could, but whatever. Anyway, so now we got Lakers Memphis. Um, that's an annoying. This is an annoying series. It's annoying all around. There's no good guys in this in this series. The M- Memphis is hateable, of course, with Dylan Brooks. He's the villain. Well, I'm starting to like Dylan Brooks a lot. Uh, <laughs> just, I mean, he's he's hateable. I get it. The Lakers to me are much more hateable. And The Laker crowds and them in the Knicks too. My God, with those crowds and their fucking their, their celebrity showings, and are going nuts and just how they're not—they just want to be relevant. And especially these Knicks fans last night, yesterday with fucking Pete Davidson on top of John Stewart's shoulders. What the hell is going on out there? Come on, Cavs. Cavs in the series that we gave out, That was that's not looking good. They're terrible. But these Lakers, they haven't had a home playoff game like in 2003, even though they won the title in the bubble, whatever the hell that bubble thing was. Um, that was the most inevitable destruction ever, though, after Dylan Brooks called LeBron old, 40-year-old. <laughs> he called him old. He says he has respect to him, all this shit. And then LeBron goes back to him. And then, then Dylan Brooks <laughs> hits him in the balls, trying to go for the ball, doing a little ball handling. In the groin, LeBron, LeBron loves an opportunity to run re- wither around in pain, especially ever getting hit in the groin. He loves getting hit in the groin too. Didn't Draymond Green do that too to get the suspension? He does the writhing around suspension. I mean, he's going for a steal, but then Dale Brooks comes out and says it's the media, blames <laughs> the media for everything he did, which is kind of great. Why not throw it around, see if it sticks? Who cares? Um. So, I don't know. As far as the bomb goes, I want to take Memphis plus five. I just want I want both these teams out. And it's unfortunate that these Lakers are going to keep going. These Laker fans are insufferable. They have flags in their cars. You should see it. It's ridiculous. Um, but I do like the under in this game, to be honest with you. So, we're going to bring that Milwaukee minus seven. And the under is 221 and a half which seems like a lot. The reason, and I get it why. The last game was 2-11, I believe, and that was with Memphis scoring like seven points in the first quarter somehow. I mean, that was the most inevitable destruction. Like, you can't talk shit. The first Friday night, you got Phil Farrell. You got, yeah. Nicholson was not there. He just turned 86, but he was spotted. On his balcony, and there's a that photo of Jack went uh, viral, of paparazzi taking a picture of Jack Nicholson hiding in his trash can, like, it emerges unrecognizable. Well, first of all, you don't know what the word unrecognizable means if you're saying Jack, if it's Jack Nicholson and you're saying yeah, his house. But it was this, a disheveled Jack. He just looked like he had a rough night out. If you go to my Instagram, CJ Sullivan, at CJ Sullivan was taken. Some underscores in between those words. C.J. Sullivan was taken. Not like Liam Neeson, but like I've typed in C.J. Sullivan, and it, you know, it comes up. C.J. Sullivan was taken. All right, I'll use C.J. Sullivan was taken. Anyway, go to my Instagram. I recreated that photo this weekend. I was in, uh, that's Colorado at the Stanley Hotel, which was the inspiration for The Shining. Very spooky. So for his birthday, I want to do a little balcony photo. Anyway, the point is, Jack Nicholson, it was his birthday that night. They, they were going to kill the Grizzlies, and they did. So I like the Grizzlies to come back. Oh, okay. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to give out Memphis plus five. Bomb it. And more importantly, under 221 and a half. That's my favorite play. Because even if the Lakers do win, which they easily could, they're old men. They are old men. LeBron is old. That's the thing. Dylan Brooks told the truth. Yeah, he's an asshole, but he told the truth. You're old. So they don't you don't want to run with Memphis. That's the only way Memphis is gonna beat you they they let them run you. Don't let like, this kid's run. Ja Warrant. <laughs> I can't take credit for that nickname, Ja Warrant. That's Black Twitter. Black Twitter runs the NBA. They are they're amazing. They're the, they're the lifeline of the NBA. They should get residuals. Just another thing where the white culture steals. Rips and steals and monetizes off it. TikTok dances, they do that. And now the NBA. <laughs> but seriously, Black Twitter is uh, incredible. They're hilarious. And they it's just all highlights and memes and shit like that. And they cut up and they're what drives the force of this league. And Dylan Brooks is just a great villain. Dylan Brooks is necessary. So we'll give it out. So let's let's just get, somehow we'll get this to go to seven games. We will. Um, all right, let's see here before we get into more of the bombs welcome everyone in the YouTube chat make sure to like this video uh okay so that's two three that's three bombs we give out with the with Memphis and the under tomorrow i am gonna go out to tomorrow games because uh who knows when you're listening to it tomorrow games welcome to tomorrow games uh Boston Atlanta this series has gotta end Atlanta's a funny team too although they might there's no way they want to play Boston minus 11 uh Demonte Murray speaking of suspensions and Dylan Brooks, he grazed an official and I think he did on purpose to hopefully get suspended because he doesn't want to go up to Boston why would you let's just park it at home but t- it's so funny if you just gr- I mean he literally he's complaining to the ref and then he accidentally bumps into re- and the ref just looks down his shirt like all oh, like put back <gasps> did you just touch me sir and I get it. You can't put your hands on a rep. That's the, the cardinal rule. But he wasn't attacking him. He kind of like just bumped it like grazed a bumped into him. I like how this offended all these refs are as soon as they got grazed upon. You're playing in a, you're, you're fucking reffing men in a game, in a heated playoff game. Well, I never. You touched me. Technical to the league office. I want to suspend. them said. So what's all these suspensions? It's insane. Take him out of the game or whatever but like oh my God he grazed upon him afterwards or it was at the end of the game I get it. I get it, but anyway um Celtics minus, um 11 that's an easy bomb just do it because when Atlanta loses they lose They they can beat you. See, that's the thing, great thing about the uh that's a good thing about this series in South Atlanta game Atlanta will win a game which they did. They won game three. They gave a nice effort uh, for game four, but once they decide they're going to lose, all right, fuck it. We're going to lose. And they lose by 30, 50, that game one or down 30 at halftime. Cause they decide, yeah, where does not feel it tonight? Now, well, when's the next game? Oh, there is no next game. All right. Well, we'll catch you next year then. Atlanta doesn't care. Atlanta has no problem losing. No problem. Just the Like there. I mean, yeah, we no, No, we don't have heart. Why? Why would we do that? This is what we did. So you don't have to worry about, knock on wood, Atlanta doing the... They lose like gentlemen. They don't lose and then cover. They're either going to win the game or they're getting blown out. That's a professional way to go about it, in my opinion. That's looking out for gamblers. It's a gentleman way to lose. So, yes, I'm giving out Boston minus 11, but it's really a supportive, positive, congratulations fade of Atlanta or the minus of plus 11 minus Atlanta. So that's that bomb. Um, another one that's like that is this Denver, Minnesota. This will be my final NBA bomb. Then we'll do a break. Then we'll get the ice stuff. Um, Denver minus nine, Minnesota tomorrow. I was just in Denver. First of all, Minnesota. Holy God. They tried to blow that game like three different times last night. Denver's like, listen, We'll do the we'll do the gentleman sweep thing. That's a new thing in the NBA. Gentleman sweep where they win four one. They let you win one game at home with the home crowd, and that was last night. They're up twelve with like a minute to go, and they Minnesota just gave them the game back. And they came. I can't believe Minnesota won an overtime cover. I thought for sure Denver was going to cover once it got to overtime. But Minnesota's so bad. It's so much. It's hilarious how much they all hate Rudy Gobert. Remember when Rudy Gobert had that fun nickname, the I, the Stifle Tower because he blocked shots and he was French. That was like for five minutes when we liked Rudy Gobert. And now he's universally hated by fans and all of his teammates. And Minnesota made that even worse by trading five guys for him. So they, so now Minnesota hates him too. And uh, Denver, <laughs> so Den- people do hate giving Denver credit. They're fine Denver's getting a little more credit. They're the one seed. They're still like the fourth Odds with the winning championship, I think. Everyone's like, ah, once it's in Denver, you can't play because the air, the air's so bad thin up there, you know? They, they give they give credit to the thin air more than they give to the athletes on Denver's teams. <laughs> like for anything. For the Broncos, for the Nuggets. And yeah, once you play that air, there you you can't get used to that air. You have to adjust. You need uh <laughs> you need inhalers, you need machines and water. You gotta h- hydrate yourself. It has nothing to do with the players. That's why they're good at their home record because of the air, the mile high thin air. And I was just there this weekend in Denver. Uh, it, It's a thing. It, it it gets you light. It gets you. It gets you a little woozy, but it's not like you're not on top of the Alps. You're not literally climbing Everest. It's barely a mile above. No, on the mountains. Oh, there are mountains there. I was in Denver. uh, Got in on 420 on Thursday. Went uh, downtown to a weed festival in their downtown plaza there in Denver, Colorado. I got when their Waka Flocka's playing, huge crowd, weed festival. It was a little too on the nose, to be honest with you. 420, weed festival, Waka Flocka, Colorado. It's like if you asked chat GPT to write a script about stoners. Hey, what's something a weed in my pothead would do? Here you go, 420, Colorado. Like, it was generic. But it was great. It was fun, obviously. Um, I did not blend in well there at all. Again, I was Officer Narcovelli down there. I would, it, people did think I was an undercop, cop, undercover cop. all those weed fest that were smoking. You couldn't technically s- s- buy shit down there, which was kind of weird. So I thought they thought I was a narc looking to see if anyone was selling I got overserved, if you will. They overserved me. People are calling me, sir, giving me all the free swag and telling me to move along. Hey, what are you guys doing here? Here you go, sir. Here's some glasses. Here's a bandana. Have a lighter, have a cozy gear, and get out of here, sir. Sir, don't overserve me. It's a weed fest. We're having fun, right? 420. Where's the alien hat? Where's the snuffleupagus necklace? I'm really. <laughs> I did have my yellow car heart on. That was my hip, cool look in the wintertime for, uh, for the potheads. And it, it, it looked like I was trying to, I should have, I might as well have had a free Coney shirt or whatever the fuck, whatever that fucking thing was. Anyway, it's um, <laughs> still fun. It was still fun. Colorado was great. And then I went to, uh, I'll, talk, I'll talk about that later, but the, I already did talk about that, but not as much, the Shining Hotel. And that's just, I'll get into that a little bit later. Maybe door to the man in the box after I do hockey bombs and after I tell you about Underdog Fantasy. The NBA and NHL playoffs are here, so what better way to get down? Some player prop parlays and over to Underdog Fantasy. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. NFL Draft Prop Contest, part of the SGPN's Draft Week. SGPN is holding a free NFL Draft Props Contest exclusively for members of our Discord. So it's completely free to join. The winner gets $250 cash and a $50 SGPN gift card, which you can use to buy a man in a boxer. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Discord and go to the NFL channel for the sign-up link. That's pretty good. So there you go, Petrovka. Get $250 cash. For the NFL Draft Props Contest. Uh, I say that to you personally because you're watching live on YouTube and you and uh, and all the other ones. So make sure to smash that subscribe button and like this video, by the way. And that should do it for the end of the reads. Um, All right. So just to recap real quick. NBA bombs. We have Milwaukee minus seven. Memphis plus five. Memphis under 221 and a half. Old Man Lakers are not going to want to run. Celtics minus eleven, and Nuggets minus nine. That's five NBA bombs. I do the recap with the bomb sound effect just in case I go I go undefeated. Then I'll make a a tout video, and that's real quick to do that. Real quick to do that. Um, Shoot, I was supposed to write down the markers of the ad reads, but fuck it. How can I do that? That's insane. Anyway, NHL bombs. I'll go through this quick because I want to get to the man in the box as well. Uh, I should be doing more sound effects as well. Uh, I forgot to do the goddamn NBA. My, I'm so out of it. That, of course, the great NBA song by Pete Tosh, the reggae superstar. Reggae superstar Pete Tosh. That's a great question, says, uh... <laughs> but do you have to use Discord? No, you sign up at the Discord. Go over to the Discord, the NFL section, and you sign up. And why not bang around the Discord and mix it up with some of these animals? I'll be in there. I'll, I'll field all your questions and all that stuff. So uh, that answers your question. That answers your question. That answers my questions What that answers. Um, all right, let's get to uh, some ice bombs. Since that's what my, uh, not my specialty, but I'm doing very good in, very good in hockey bomb so far. Like I said, we are, uh, 13 and five in the NHL playoffs up over 10 units because we're all dogs. Um, tonight's games, tonight's games. We like, uh, Toronto and Tampa Bay is, uh, it's an even line. I think Toronto's minus 15, six and a half. That's a big over-under. Um, we're going to go with Tampa Bay minus 105. Bomb that. <clears throat> uh, just to even to Sears. I think the Sears is going seven anyway, so I think Tampa Bay uh, is not going to lose two at home here. They're going to tie it up. They are still the champs, even though we, we, everyone just throws them, discredits them because we're just sick of them. And I do love Toronto. They're hilarious every year. Like, this is not the same Toronto team. It's not the same. And then immediately the playoff time, comes, it comes. They're amazing. Then they choke and they fail. You're like, oh, you're right. Why do I fall for this every time? And they did it again this year. Game one, they lit up three goals like in the first 10 minutes. Get are like, fuck, why did I fall for this? And then they come back. They crushed them by game two. They win an overtime game three. So now everyone's back on Toronto. Yes, this is not the same team. So then it's going to happen. It's going to happen again tonight. Tampa Bay is going to win. You're like, why did I fall for Tampa for Toronto again with Tampa Bay? Yeah. Toronto's GM yelling at fans uh, through the box. That's a, f- that's always a good look. <clears throat> <laughs> a, power, a man in power position. He's in a suit in a open box, yelling at plebeians. He might as well have been pouring a vat of hot oil down on the fans. Um <laughs> uh, what when, when, when you're saying, fuck you, give it the figures, the fans, he heckling them back. It's just great. It's just a great look. And I love it. Fuck it. I want everyone in hockey yelling at each other. I want GMs. I want owners. I just like how, that's what I do like about hockey uh, players too. Like the coaches stand on the bench in a suit the whole time, like these generals crossing the Delaware, you know, just screaming, cursing. And I love the god like, ah, no, 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 fuck, What the what, fuck? I ain't another do you fuck I'm about fuck? But in a suit. And somehow they all hear it, the acoustics. And um, oh, welcome to the comment says they're still going to lose. <laughs> Mafia will reunite. Says he's from Toronto. And they suck. The higher they place in the regular season, the more sure we will lose in the first round. I know. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing they do that to us. And we fall for it every time. They will lose tonight. I already gave out Tampa Bay, but they're loaded. And I do want to see, I want to see a Toronto Boston series for sure. Um, And I want to see them cursing. All right. But uh, I (laughs) just keep doing it. They keep raising the stakes like, no, this one's different. And then they lose. But uh, I don't know. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay has got to stop eventually doing what they do. I mean, they went, they won like two cups in a row. They were at the final for the third cup. And in the NHL, when you play, when you go that far in the playoffs, it's like playing a full another season. So they have played like six seasons in two years, almost something like that. So maybe Toronto is saving up by all these early round exits. Eventually they're going to have enough energy to make a run and get to the second round, but it doesn't start tonight. So we'll give Tampa Bay out. Uh, the other one is this one. I, this one, I'm I'm more hoping for it. We're going to go with another one to split the split at home who lost game three. And that is the Seattle Kraken expansion team at home versus Colorado. Colorado is the champs. They do have injuries. They did fucking light them up. There was an amazing game on uh, Friday or wherever it was Saturday at Seattle. Uh, First ever playoff environment there. Those Seattle fans, like they said, they love any any of their new expansion team. They don't care what it is. Soccer? Sure. We'll put on scarves. Hockey? All right. We'll get our mittens. We don't know what any of these rules are, but we're going to show up and we're going to fucking love and they're going to go crazy. And they did. Although I did tell you the, uh, uh, the Kraken fans aren't exactly from Seattle. They're from the outside your Olympias and your Spokanes, you know, where it's a little Underneath red, Pacific Northwest, but still they have some, some Idaho, like Idaho's are up there. You don't, you don't realize how crazy those people are up until you go up there. Idaho is uh dripping red meat, blood red, if you know what I mean. So they filled the box and they're fucking crazy. So I like the crack. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I hope I, this is more of a hope. Colorado, Colorado was about to get swept, but they were, they lost game one. Then they were down 2 nothing in that second game. And then if they didn't tie it up and pull it out 3-2, now it looks like they might not lose again. Um, they kind of hit a groove. It would be embarrassing to lose to Seattle. And Seattle does have expectations of an expansion team because of Vegas, which we'll get to next to Vegas, went to the Stanley cup as an expansion team, but that's only because hockey players didn't know how to fucking party in Vegas. They go in there for three days and they're, they're usually at a, 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 camp in Manitoba from 15. Now they don't know what the hell's going on in Vegas and they get the Vegas flu as they call. But I think the Kraken in Seattle, um, now you get them during a the weekday. They were too hyped up for the weekend. You get them during a the weekday and you get those Idaho ble- bleeder fans up there, uh, Plus 135. That's a nice dog. Let's hope they tie it up. So let's give out Seattle plus two. Plus 135. To tie it up to make it 2 2. If not, that's going to be over with, obviously. Which we'll is Seattle, Tampa Bay, and uh, Winnipeg, Vegas. Winnipeg, Vegas. That was it. Like I said, I love this series. Two uh, polar opposite cities. Winnipeg is a town everyone makes fun of, e- e- even Canada makes fun of Winnipeg. Like, you go, like I, I tour Canada a lot. Like no matter what it is, you go, I could be in Calgary. I mean, where do you go? Winnipeg. Oh, Winnipeg. You Jesus. Good luck in Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Winnipeg is in the middle of nowhere in the middle of nowhere. Like can't Canada, all Canada's in the middle. Of nowhere. There's no people there. Cause everything's frozen, but even Winnipeg, even within that Winnipeg is still, everyone needs that one thing that you look down upon, you know, Sports fans like to look down on Philly fans because they're worse than regular sports fans. Fat people look down upon them, even fatter people because like, well, at least I'm not that. It makes, it it, it it helps you avoid reality. Well, at least I'm not that. At least we're not Philly fans. At least we're not Winnipeg. That's what Canada said, all of that. Which, fuck you. They embrace it, and I love Winnipeg. I'm up there, I had a good time. People are, people are, uh, I mean, there's a lot of addicts up there, obviously. There's a lot of addicts everywhere. Um, but Vegas, like I said, they teams have finally figured out how to play at Vegas. You go in, you fly in for game time, and you fly out of there. Everyone used to go in there like they're 21-year-olds on their, you know, like a bachelor party, and, you, and they wear themselves out too early. So now you know how to pace yourself. So Winnipeg was down early in that game. They came back. They tied it up, and then they lost in overtime on a giveaway. And another crazy deflection. But what can you do? That's hockey. Like I said, 90% of all goals are all by accident. I mean, they're highly skilled, but the way the puck is flying so fast and it's bouncing around, it goes off. It's like, it's all sliding doors moments. If it would have deflected this way, it would have went that way. Went that, I mean, whatever. That game went in overtime. Now there's penalties in overtime, too. I'm In my day, not to get on a uh, man in the box ran early. I like to do that. That's not, my but in my day to get a penalty in overtime in hockey playoffs, you had to pull a gun out and shoot somebody now to give up play- the refs would didn't even bring their whistles out there, but it's like, go, it was like a, <laughs> a Coliseum. There'd Everybody lions out there. I mean, like that I, they used to love, well, it's, it's overtime. They swallow the whistle. Now they give up. I don't know. And that's how the Kings beat the Edmonton by the way, by the way, um, yeah, power play goals, and it's it seems it seems like cheating when you score on a power play in hockey. It doesn't feel like a man, man in the penalty box, says Bill Cruz. I like that. That's great. Uh, welcome to the ch- welcome to the chat, Bill Cruz, and everyone else, and the memes. Um, so we'll give out uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna give out Winnipe- another one to tie it up at home. This is a this is a trend I'm going with. The home team, is split, the the ice dog system worked. Game ones, game one and twos, where we took all the road dogs plus money to make it one-one. That all hit except for Carolina Islanders. So that went seven and one. Now we're gonna do the same thing for we're gonna wait. We wait to see who loses game three and then go back with game four to hopefully make it two-two at home. At least it's a home dog. So these are the three system bounds we got there. It's not really a system, it's one I'm making up as I go. But so we have Seattle in that situation, tied up plus 135, Tampa Bay minus 105, Winnipeg. Minus one hundred five. Did I bomb that already? Manitoba? Fentanyl addicts, Winnipeg. Bomb it. And then real quick, no analysis on this. Carolina to finish off the Islanders tomorrow. Uh minus one fifty five or plus one hundred in regulation. I'm gonna go to Carolina. Just to just to even out the bombs there. And uh make it four plays. Like I said, NHL bonds have been doing well, but, but you're right. Um, Mafia does like Winnipeg pick that series. I, I mean, I'm they're a good team in the Vegas. Uh, Vegas is good. Obviously it's a one versus eight seed, but they kind of limped in down the stretch there with like smoke and mirrors. They have a lot of great players, but they're all, they're all kind of banged up in any, in NHL. Well, whatever it is. Um, so anyway, so yeah, let's get into that man and man in the penalty box there. Let's bring it into the, uh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> the in the box. That is fantastic. Canadian team. I know. Can never discount this count Canadian teams in the playoffs. That's I will say that. And you bring up a good point there. Mafia will reunite. Let me, let me, matter of fact, let me put that board up. Let me put that up there for, for all the, uh, Audience to see. That is the problem. And Americans do feel bad. I think Canadian teams haven't won a Stanley Cup in forever, and it's always a thing. And so anytime, any, and you don't. Re, we don't realize how much Canada hates us. At least when it comes to hockey, Americans. That is Canada hates Americans in general. Because they always get lumped in with us and they like to say, we're not American. We're going to Yeah, you're not, but you know, you're there for us. If, if we, you know, we always feel like if we run out of resources, we're just going to take whatever you got up there, but you're nice. We don't think about you. But then like that one time during the Olympics when, uh, that was a great American versus Canada and Canada won, you know, the uh, Sidney Crosby, uh, famed goal. And you saw how much they celebrate and how much they needed to beat us. Cause it's their sport. And they know we don't care about it. It's kind of like soccer, but we're better at hockey, obviously, than we are at soccer. But like, if we win, great, hey, we won. But if we, and we, we're like, yeah, we don't, we don't even try at this thing. And if we lose, like, ah, we don't, we don't give a fuck about this sport anyway. So it hurts Canada, especially when like we would rip teams from their – Like Winnipeg is back now to being Winnipeg Jets, but before. They were thrown to, uh, you know, they, we just ripped that team and put them in Phoenix. Like, we put them in towns that make no sense. Like, ah, there's some money down there, whatever. They don't, we'll teach them the rules. We'll teach the fans the rules. We'll show icing <laughs> instructions on the Jumbotron or something, you know. Meanwhile, Winnipeg fans are packing the arena wearing white and to, weren't even have to told to. Have to told to. We're not having to been told to. Anyway. So it's a shame. It's a crime. so then any Canadian team that's left, all of Canada roots for it just to beat American And then it never does. And we don't, we just take it for granted. Oh, what is this? Stanley cup. We'll drink. Yeah, that's fun. We'll drink out of it. We'll like, we'll like it. Like I said, in town, in American towns, except for like your Minnesota's and even Boston's, I guess, or some kind of, there's a very few real American hockey towns. Um. <laughs> um. The other ones are just teams that towns that just like pick up on it later on. Like, oh, okay. W- w- what's this I've been reading about? The Carolina Hurricanes are good. Sure. We'll follow them. That is exciting. They get behind, they start calling players by their nickname Jonesies and Brindies. And then they lose. And then they're like, oh, oh, well, no lost feelings here. I can just wipe my hands clean, go back to work on Monday with no emotional attachment whatsoever. Canada ruins their year. Obviously says <laughs> in the comments, A drug epidemic, I is pretty sure why they took the team away. I mean, it's crazy. It's funny when towns make fun of other towns for having drug epidemics. I'm like, yeah, you're next. They're all they're all the same. I tour around America and everyone's hooked on drugs. Eh, what else are you going to do? What else are you going to do? Face reality? Absolutely not. Anyway, so I was, let me get back to the man in the box. Uh, there's not too much things I can, there's a few things I wanted to talk about the man in the box. I was in um, like I said, S.S. Colorado at the Shining Hotel. We actually showed the movie The Shining. Did like a mystery science theater. It was kind of fun. It's a long movie. Stanley Kubrick. Good lord. He took his time, huh, with that movie? I mean, it's long. All those 70s movies are so long. They let they just let them do whatever the fuck they want those studios, huh? Holy shit. edit it up few things happened. There was an, there's an N bomb in that's the, that's shining. I forgot all about you forget all about it. So we're watching the shining with a crowd of like 50 people. Cause we did a show stand up show. And then we did the, we watched the shining to Mr. Science theater. Cause it was in the hotel. So the hallways are creepy. It is creepy. There are ghosts there. Uh, you think there's ghosts, a lot of shock. You get shocked, you know, when you hit the elevator button and things like that. And Know, there's tour guides. My, Nick Vatterott was there with us, and he said it's, it's kind of weird how all these places with ghosts happen to haunt places that you can sell tickets at and make it a tourist trap. They don't go to warehouses where people died. Anyway, um, a lot of sp- a lot of like a lot of bars and like hotels, or whatever. Like, they like to claim they're haunted, but it's just like uh, you know they have bad engineering. They have bad light, like you know. They're just shitty bars. If it's just bad conditions. They're code violations, really. Like, yeah, we're, we, got a, we got a little boy ghost here. The light's flickering out. They get spooky. The heat goes out for four months straight. Isn't that scary? Yeah, that's a code violation. What do you mean you have no heat? Ah, uh, you know, it's the old ghost of old Tom Wilson, our, our carekeeper. It's always annoying shit too. Like, I would get shot. You get shocked. A wind, someone will knock over. They're just little jerks. Ghosts are jerks. And then they stare at you. That's the thing. So, it was tough to sleep in this hotel because, you, you know, it felt like the shining in there. So, you're in these hotel rooms. And then, if you hear something, it's usually the f- it's usually a ceiling fan or someone above you. It's just like living in a bad apartment building, basically. You hear things knocked around and. People dropping things, a lot of uh, a lot of drops with ghosts. People dropping things. Autistic. Someone said saying that these ghosts were autistic, <laughs> and uh, I like to say, yeah, a lot of them are on the spooktrum. <clears throat> spooktrum. <laughs> yep, that's how the audience reacted to with that joke on Saturday night. Anyway. Um, What was I saying? But, yeah, like, so, like, you hear something, like, ah, should I look up? I'm like, what if there is a ghost? And you're looking at it. You're like, ah, fuck. Now i got to stare at you, and you're going to stare at me. Because they don't do anything to you. They just stare at you to keep it creepy. And they're like, well, I need to get some sleep. And I'm not going to get some sleep if I notice a guy, you know, some child cheat staring at me. It's always kids, too. What's with all the dead kid ghosts, too? I think it's because the kids die, and then the parents are like, well, I don't want them them up and... I don't want them up in heaven either. You take, leave them down in that hotel for a while. We'll come get them later. Haunt some tourists. I just, I just got settled in heaven. The last thing I wanted was left to look after my kids. Two minutes for bombing, Bill Cruz says. Spectacular is a fine, fine joke. That is a disgusting act. That's just the crowd heckling. Um, so it was fun. It was, absolutely uh it was it was it was still uh it was still great. Oh cold. They love it cold up there too, the shine. And then you find out that that the shining wasn't even really filmed there. Oh what well, was I saying with the unworked. I mean, it wasn't filmed there. It was just inspired by Stephen King. And then then the tour and Stephen King just basically ripped the idea off the bartender there. They all claim he stole an idea, but eh, every good writer does. Yeah, they actually filmed it in Oregon and uh England too, I think. Who knows? Yeah, but Kubrick drops an N word in there, uh, a pretty uh, the hard N, in the middle of the movie. I forgot about it. So the waiter, whatever, when he's dusting off, when he's warning Jack about uh, the cook coming, drops the N-word. it's pretty hard. And it, like when it happened, like oh, everyone's like oh Jesus, because we're doing this for like a crowd of fifty people doing the the mystery science theater bits. It's one, it's one of those ones where they just let it go and like just don't. It's better not to talk about it, you know. Kind of like the Guns and Roses when they dropped it in that one in a million song on her second album, like, whoa, why did you do that? Axel? You know, it's just, just, let's just not mention it. You know, we like you guys, but let's just act like that didn't happen. So that became weird. Um, but yeah, it's a good one. They have a, <laughs> it's funny too. Cause they have like a, a hedge maze in there, but it's like, you know, it's obviously, it's obviously for tourists. It's not where they filmed the actual hedge maze. So they're like, the trees are like five feet high. It looks like, a, it just looks like a really abandoned Christmas tree lot. Can I just pick any of these trees? You can just look, why didn't Jack just look over them? But anyway, happy birthday to uh, Jack, who looks disheveled at 86 the way I look right now at 45. 40 years younger. Um, I saw that, that was a picture that went viral on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, let me talk about this real quick in the man of the box. The, uh, the blue check mark. Is there a more annoying war? Th- Another war where I'm on b- neither side of this thing. This blue check verified. And everyone hates Elon because of the times he bought Twitter. Tw- and t- well, Twitter hates everything anyway. So you've got to be a glutton for punishment to, just, to buy Twitter and try to appease Twitter users. They're, they're the worst. But now he wanted people to pay $8 for blue checks. And I guess he did. So he took everyone's blue check away and he had to pay $8 for it. And love, celebrities love, I love celebrities taking this as their stance. So oh, I refuse to pay for the e- $8 for Elon. And then you have the right side yelling at them, like, you pay $8 for coffee, you won't pay it's not, And it's not about the money. Because first of all, no one believe, believes either side. You're so insincere. All these celebrities, you would pay $8, you'd pay $100 for a blue check mark to be verified. But you just don't want anyone to know you paid it. That's the problem. It's not that you're paying $8. It's that people know you paid $8. So it's like that scene in Goodfellas. You bought your button like in Goodfellas, you know? So there's no respect. So anytime you see the blue check mark, you're like, oh, you paid for it. So if people didn't know that, if everyone's – but there's no way to do that. They pay $500. They don't give a shit about money. They're like They're against the fucking money. The New York Times. Oh, man, they're a fucking nightmare. Um, and he said, oh, God damn it. It's already at 55 minutes. I am really rambling. Um, that was some of the ghost noises I heard. <laughs> I just like to look at a sound box to see what I, to see what I have here. Um, I actually loaded up one. Like I said, it's always... Uh, that should be going That's beautiful. That's been my bombs right there. Uh, that's breaking news. And then, we, of course, we did cocaine bear. That's a fun one. Cocaine, the official sound, official drug of the NHL. I don't know why they don't come up with that. Um, the NFL gambling thing. I was going to get into that. Uh, that was amazing. It's an amazing story. Five. Detroit Lions being suspended for gambling. <laughs> not for illegal gambling, not even for gambling on football, but for gambling in the in the facilities of Detroit. What? What an insane fucking rule. You can do it on your couch. They love doing that. You can gamble on your couch. You can gamble anyway. You can gamble on the fucking, on the shitter and Wendy's, but you can't do it in Detroit Lions facility. You can't bet on CJ Sullivan's bombs from the Detroit Lions facility. Why? Because we don't want our Wi-Fi. Sh- I don't even understand the logic behind it. You don't want your IP address showing up for these, uh for these bets inside the facility where there is a sports book, probably right. They're sponsored by that's what's so insane. They have a sponsorship with these games, with these sports books and they have them inside a stadium, but no, you can't do that here. No, we, cause we get all the money from that. They're giving you money. You're getting a cut of it. Uh, anyway, that's going to do it. I can't, I can't even get into it. Like I said, Wednesday noon Pacific, please come back. I will be doing an NFL draft bombs episode. Hopefully we we'll recollect all the, win, all the winning bombs I gave out today. I gave out how many bombs did I give out today? I gave out uh, a lot. If I recall. Um, yeah. For Hockey. Five basketball, nine, so um, so we'll do draft. It's draft special all week. Make sure to check out everything on CBN. There's a mock draft on Wednesday after my bottom line bomb show for network wise. Um, we'll get into that, including your Denver Broncos, Bill Cruz, who are in a world of hurt as they gave up all their draft picks for Russell Wilson. But I'm sure Sean Payton will fix them. No problem. We'll just, uh, <laughs> I'm just looking for a different size. Different things. Some butts are kind of lame. But anyway, follow me on Instagram. CJ's almost taken to see that picture of me recreating the Jack Nicholson photo from. uh... (laughs) (laughs) We can't draft beer. I know we can't draft beer. That's a good. That's a good. I want to put that on the board there, uh, Bill Cruz. That was great. Um, nothing much else to plug. Blackout Dires, me and Sean Flanner. You can that's another podcast you can listen to. But subscribe to the bottom line bombs, more importantly, on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to your pods, definitely on this YouTube page. Subscribe to that, like this video if you're watching. Uh, the XFL Gambling Podcast is another show I do with Kobe D, picks Dundee, and Jay Mark, who was also in the chat room today. XFL's been pretty funny. They had a hilariously, I don't know if you guys are watching that. It doesn't matter if you are. Uh, it's been fun to be honest with you. I'm not, I'm not hating on the XFL. I do a show with breaking it down, but they had a playoff tiebreaker scenario that they didn't even know. And they were rewriting the rules as it happened. St. Louis and Seattle were tied for the same, uh, whatever, same record. So all the tiebreakers are like, okay, if this happens, this happens. If Seattle scores 34 points, they're in the playoffs. And then they didn't, they're like, okay, as long as they shut out Vegas, they'll be in. Then Vegas gets a field goal. Okay. As long as Vegas doesn't score another touchdown, they'll be fine. Then they do score a touchdown. Yeah. They're in anyway. We don't know. We just make, we're just making it up. Then it cut to coach Anthony Beck. Who's at a BW three, a viewing party. He's eating wings, watching the game. He has no idea if this is good or bad for him. Cause no one knows the rules and they're making it up. God. I love it. <laughs> so subscribe to the podcast as well. Uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Uh, like I said, subscribe, follow everything man in the box style. Uh, not even that angry. That's what the weekend in Colorado does for you, Bill Cruz. People are so happy in Colorado. That was another thing with Colorado. You know, I always think I'm going to end it when I keep on ranting. One last thing about the haunted. First of all, Colorado, everybody's like, ah, oh, a lot of weed there. Yeah, there's weed there, and that's their thing. But really, more importantly, drugs is their thing. Denver, Colorado, all that like Weed happens to be involved in it. And that's why they're paranoid. Oh, it's haunted here. No, it's not haunted. You're just paranoid. You're on drugs. Like after shows, guys, they offer you, they are, they're offering me drugs that even make sense. You want some Coke and shrooms? I'm like, what? Yeah, I'll just listen to my heartbeat for a couple hours and then I'll watch it bleed once the shrooms kick in. That sounds fun. Anyway, uh, that's going to do it for the Man in the Box. Uh, thank you. Like, subscribe, five star review. The best review will get a free Man in the Box t shirt. That's it. Goodbye. <laughs>